Andrew's Daily Five. Five. Round, can you go around? And if you can, turn around without falling down. You can skate in a figure eight. If you can turn, if you can go straight. Turn left, go straight. Hey, I'm Andrew. Join Lydia and me as we count down our favorite They Might Be Giants kids songs. Let's rock and roll. Roll. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to a new series with friend Lydia. Uh, How are you doing today, Lydia? Very, very good. How about you, Andrew? I'm doing great. We're going to talk about something a little different. We came up with this idea. We met uh, on Reddit and through Greg uh, Greg Simpson's podcast about They Might Be Giants. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about the greatest They Might Be Giants kids songs of all time. So we have come up with a great list. Uh, a collaborative list. We each took turns picking songs, and we're going to have a lot of fun with this. These are great songs, so if you don't like kids' music, you do not need to turn this off. These songs are awesome. They are geared towards kids, but me as a 42-year-old, I love these songs. Lydia, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into They Might Be Giants, and where you're from and all that. Absolutely. So I'm Lydia, and I'm a journalism student who lives in currently in the Los Angeles, California area, although I grew up in San Diego. And I've always loved They Might Be Giants because... They just really speak to the weird way that my mind works between the strange, (laughs) the imaginative worlds that they create in their songs to the unusual twisted wit that is present in the lyrics and also the way they feature unexpected instruments such as clarinet and accordion. It is always um, something that has tickled my heart. I only really truly got into them as like a super fan over the past year, but that's a good thing because I've spent the past year in college. So they really um, helped helped make my time in college a little bit brighter. Um, Awesome. And I, I just, um, I really enjoy music that, first of all, um, just has an interesting pair, pairing of, of melodies and, and lyrics. Like, let's say, like, maybe complex lyrics with, with a simple melody or maybe, like, introspective lyrics with, like, with, like, a melody that you can't get out of your head or, or stuff like that. And so, um, I, it'll be fun today to talk about um, you know, the realm of kids music, like, you know, how, how John and John and the rest of the band have been able to take, you know, classic educational facts, like how the, how the circulatory system works or how to count to 10 or stuff like that and and applied it into like these different, like pop and rock music formulas. And they do it with, um, quite a lot of pizzazz, if I do say so myself. I agree. Yeah. They, they are not songs that only kids can enjoy. So you mentioned getting becoming sort of a, quote, super fan about a year ago. So, I mean, obviously you didn't come into them because of kids' music. Um, how do you how do you kind of like the kids' music compared to the, quote, unquote, adult music? Like, do you kind of feel like there's a difference between the two? Or what, what kind of draws you to the kids' songs as well as the adult songs? Well, frankly, I don't really listen to the kids' music quite as much as I listen to the adult music just because the, the kids' music you know, does, does, it, it does feel aimed at, at, at kids and it does feel kind of like Disney-ish compared to obviously adult music, which can right. explore like somewhat more serious topics or be like more complicated, but, but yet still, <laughs> I, I, I still, yeah, yeah, I still, I still come to the kids music because frankly, it just, it just makes me happy. And there's a lot of 
interesting ideas that are that are toyed around um, with it. And also, you know, there there's songs like one of my personal favorites, the the Bloodmobile, which helped me keep up on scientific facts right. that <laughs> I really might have forgotten by now. Nice. <laughs> uh, there is a certain sense of playfulness in the in the kids' music that isn't always present in their adult music nowadays like I feel like over the past three albums or so they've shifted into a pretty like weak kind of place with the with the themes in their in their songs for the most part and so I feel like the, the kids music is kind of like a place in the alternate side of the spectrum where they can um, are, are, are still like pretty like goofy and imaginative yeah. like they were in their early days not like they aren't still like that now but but there's definitely like a certain sense of concentrated whimsy in the kids music that really makes me happy it feels very pure Love it. Yeah. And it, it helps that I have uh, a bunch of kids. So my youngest is five and currently he's obsessed with the kids songs because I've been listening to him a lot. So I'll probably share a couple stories here and there about him and, and his experiences. So with this list, yeah, we got this idea to kind of do something a little different, count down our favorite kids songs. So again, we took turns. We've come up with 25 songs. So we're going to do five songs a day. And uh, so we'll, I'll just kick it off. Uh, we'll start with number 25 which is my pick, and that was Q.U. This is from the Here Come the ABCs in 2005. Now, this is a very simple song, but I love the bass groove and the drumming. I mean, it's just, it's phenomenal. The quack, quack, quack has always been a favorite. I've always liked that uh, in the middle of the song. And then Linnell and Flansburg's voices just blend so well on this song. Now, watching the video, so we, I have all the DVDs, and I'm, I watch them with my kids. I've always assumed that it was the Johns in the video, but I actually looked it up, and it's two dudes that are that I don't know, Chris Anderson and 80 Miles. So I always thought it was John and John walking around with the Q and the U on their head. Uh, they shot that video at Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Um, let's take a quick listen to QU, and then we can get some of Lydia's thoughts on it. Here is QU. What do you think about that one? Um, it just has this kind of like wiggly, wavery kind of sound to it. Um, it almost feels like something that would be first introduced over dial a song, you know, like like right. very simple. <laughs> there's a lot of goofy sounds at you. I have to imagine that, you know, not not that I can speak for John and John, but I feel like when they were making their kids' music, they were just kind of like, hey, let's let's just take some time to, you know, all those weird kind of sounds that maybe we want to introduce into more of our songs. Let's just use our kids' music as an opportunity for that, you know? Right, yeah. It's very catchy. What I liked about Here Come the ABCs is that, you know, perhaps children's music artists of a lesser caliber or ones who maybe weren't putting as much thought into what they're doing would just be like, okay, let's make a song for each letter. But then, of course, they might be giants. They... Um, in several songs in this album, they will often be talking about more than one letter in a song to sort of introduce kids to the way that, like, 
letters fit together in like phonetic pairs and stuff. So I appreciate that because it kind of it kind of really shows off you know, it, the way that letters can fit together and kind of encourages kids to do the same and kind of like build spelling skills and such. Yeah, that's a great point. Cool. Well, that was 25. What is your, so we're going to trade off here. So Lydia, you're up next with number 24. All right. So this song is called Long White Beard and it is sung by Robin Goldwasser, who is actually John Flansburg's wife. And you can see her all over the TMBG discography. Um, usually when you hear a, a woman's voice in one of their songs, it's oftentimes Robin Goldwasser. And yeah. she's she's present in a lot of their kids' music, but you can also hear her in, in, some, of, in some of their adult stuff, too. Like, she sings on Nanobots, their, their album from 2013. And um, I, I liked it in this song. Robin really takes on, like, kind of like a storyteller librarian kind of role. I can just imagine that she's sitting on the ground with like a <laughs> ring of kids around her. And she kind of is telling like this like Rip Van Winkle type story with like a Cartoon Network Saturday morning cartoon kind of twist about just just this person who takes the nap for too long and then all of these strange things start happening to him when he when he wakes up like he has a long beard and a and a long tail and this song really does a good job of, of just perhaps playing with the idea of how kids perceive passage of time and, and, and you know, how perhaps even how you can wake up from a nap and, and feel like the entire world has changed once you've waked up, I mean, woken up. And funny enough, this is also kind of a topic that's explored in, in their classic kids song, um, Four of Two, which I think right. we'll get to later in the podcast. Yep. But what I really just appreciate about this is how like gentle and angelic um, Robin's vocals sound and just the general like airy sort of feel of, this, of the song. The acoustic guitar strumming is actually quite impressive. And I also appreciate um, how there's some perhaps more advanced vocabulary in there as well. Like when she says that after waking up with a tail, she used it to knock collectibles to the ground. That's just a really hilarious <laughs> play on how kids can often, you know, knock stuff in the ground. We've all seen it. And then also how at one point she compares the long white beard to the beard of Zeus on Mount Olympus. So you have a little bit of a teaching opportunity to introduce kids to a bit of Greek mythology. So yeah, really enjoyable song overall. Cool. Here's Long White Beard. This is from 2015 from their album Why. most surprisingly long uh yeah it's a very catchy song uh that's a fun one long white beard number 24 
moving on to number 23, this is another one just like you were talking about with QU, how they are putting letters together. Elemento. This is from also the ABCs from 2005. That's a very clever idea for a song. So, you know, when kids are reciting the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, A, K, Elemento, P. Um, and, you know, those letters all kind of groove together. And so Professor Flansberg here, uh, you know, kind of gives us a lesson in how they are all not just one letter. So he's got the vocals on this one. Another part of this song that I've always loved is the ending. So it's like a completely different thing. He just he just starts going la di da di da di da di And I just love that. It mixes up the song. It's a cool way to end the song. It's the video part of that is a lot of fun too. So um, yeah, here's number 23, Elemento. Hello children, it's time for an important lesson with Professor Flans. This is about four letters that people sometimes confuse for one. Elemento. Elemento. Four letters. Not one L L M L M N Elemental L M N Elemental L M N Elemental Elemental A four letters Yeah, and I feel like Flansburg is really suited for, <laughs> I mean, not like Linnell isn't, but Flansburg is really suited for kids' music. Like, he's really goofy, yes, you know? Yes, he's definitely a showman um, type. He does some fun stuff in that song. Definitely likes to go for silly voices a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, he does really good with that. Any thoughts on Elemento before we move on to your next one? Well, I mean, I, I appreciate that they went for a sort of like hip-hop funk kind of deal with this, you know? Right. They could have just gone for like a simple little cutesy music box song, but they were like, no, let's let's get kids like break dancing to the ABCs, you know? <laughs> I love it. It's like a it's like a it's like a monopuff kid song. It's so great. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's my turn now for number 22, um, Sleepwalkers. This was from their very first kids' music album, No, which is 20 years old as of as of this year. Yeah. Um, it came out in 2002. And um, here we have John Linnell singing about a group of somnambulists, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or as the song is titled, Sleepwalkers in, in simpler terms. And... This song does a very good job of presenting kids with the sort of immersive kind of almost kind of stream of consciousness narrative that is very common to songs by John Linnell, especially stuff like, you know, Spiraling Shape, The Bells Are Ringing, things like that. Um, 
John Linnell seems to really enjoy writing songs about groups of people getting hypnotized um, <laughs> and and finding themselves in, in strangely supernatural situations. And here we kind of had that distilled down into child-friendly form um, as we see a group of people who are described as walking down a road in their sleep and... Um, they're also mentioned as being in a state that you do not want to wake them up out of. Um, the lyric, um, I'm reading it off of this might be a wiki. Don't make any noise, cry out loud, or stamp your feet. You'll wake the girls and boys who are walking in their sleep. Every night they throw aside their blankets, swing their feet down, stand up, and move out to the street. Like they're under a spell, and together they roam across the country, and they're walking in their sleep. Um, this is just a very, like poetic kind of take that flows very well on what is essentially just a bunch of children flinging themselves out of bed and and walking to perhaps their doom or perhaps the candy land. We don't really know. It's 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 unclear and that's what makes it fun. Um, um, but there's just a very um, very like comforting sort of lyrical flow to this. And furthermore, it's backed by some bass clarinet riffs. We all know that John Linnell loves his woodwind instruments. And so it, and the clarinet's kind of paired with I believe some some instrument that makes like a tinkling kind of noise. I think it might be a xylophone or marimba. I'm not sure, but we get kind of this like um, unique instrumental effect that's similar to a lot of what we heard on um, on John Linnell's State Songs album, which also featured clarinet heavily. And um, I, I also like how electric guitar kicks in a little later in the song when he starts repeating, "Here they come again, here they come again," right. and it just it just really does create the effect that you've been like perhaps thrown in the middle of this landscape where all these kids are walking in their sleep. And it's only slightly eerie. It's mostly very adorable, and I love it. (laughs) All right, let's take a listen to Sleepwalkers. See them over there, see them moving down the road. Their arms held out ahead, and their eyes, their eyes are closed. Cry out loud or stamp your feet You'll wake the girls and boys Who are walking in their sleep Every night they throw aside their blankets Swing their feet and stand up and move out to the street Like they're under a spell And together they roam across the country And they're walking in their sleep You'll recognize them when you see their rumbled hair and stocking feet It seems like they want something but we don't know what it is But here they come again Yes, here they come again Yeah, the instrumentation is really, really cool in that one and it's just a very singable song um yeah that was uh that was actually like you mentioned that was their first kids album i got that album when i was when i didn't have kids and i still loved it and and there's a lot of just really crazy and wacky stuff on the album we'll get to a couple others as we go along here exactly there's just a sort of universal appeal to it because they just put so much so much effort into what they did and and it's just and it just has the kind of same sort of playfulness that's present in their in their adult music so 
yeah, it's it's really something that can be enjoyed by all ages, even if even if it's like might be targeted to children. All right. Well, last for the day, number twenty-one is one dozen monkeys. This is from the one two threes in two thousand eight. Flansburg sings the vocals, and he's joined by Hannah Levine, who is actually the niece of trombonist Dan Levine. She was eleven at the time. Now they played this song forty-three times from two thousand eight to twenty ten, and I was actually lucky enough to see them perform this song in Birmingham in two thousand eight, right when this album came out. And uh, Flansburg, he sang these vocals in the uh, at the concert. He sang, "I am a dude, forty-seven years old. That's one more than forty-six, and one." less than 48 and then all the rest of the band goes four dozen and so you'll get you'll get the reference when you hear the beginning of the song because that's it's just it was fantastic and I've always remembered that and so every time I hear this I kind of sing that in my mind they're so great at like cutting up they're so great at cutting up on stage and improvising stuff yeah oh my gosh they're so much fun in live so anyway here's the Hannah Levine singing uh one dozen monkeys uh, joined by Flansburg um here it is like a rock show so this was not like they did some kids shows um when these albums came out uh, like at libraries and stuff like that but this was at like a straight up rock show and they played this song and it was awesome so <laughs> yeah they're known to they're known to mix kids songs into their adult set list sometimes because i mean why not <laughs> it's it's awesome well cool well that'll do it for today we're coming back tomorrow with number 20 uh and that'll be uh, lydia's pick so thanks for joining us today and we'll see you soon goodbye The day is done, the sun is down, the curtains have been drawn And darkness has descended over everything in town The covers have been turned and I've got my pajamas on I've had my fun, I've stretched and yawned and all is said and done I'm going to bed, 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 things today there's nothing left to do i ate three meals i rode my bike i hung out with my friends i did my chores i watched tv i practiced the guitar i brushed my teeth i read my book and then i sat around i'm going to be
Hogan's War. When everything has happened and there's nothing else in store, the thing is now to lay my head down, close my eyes and snore. And so to bed, do 